0: Another episode of Family Gems. I'm Suba Gerwal.
1: I'm Valerie Tossi. And And, uh this is our shitty getinum (laughs) skin.
2: I was gonna (laughs) say, I'm Lisa Curry, the third host. Uh, You
1: guys have to understand that there's gonna be a lot of back and forth of all of us giving each other massive amounts of shit because uh (laughs) this is truly this is the devil's triangle. I know, Uh, and uh this has been like
0: chaos. My microphone wasn't working, I got it to work, and then my electronic toothbrush is haunted, so it was like Vibrating really loudly, and Valerie's it's like, litter- <laughs> Valerie was like, What is that feedback? And I'm like, Oh, that's my toothbrush. <laughs>
2: It literally sounded like she left her vibrator running while she was trying to record a podcast. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, it's my toothbrush, which is allegedly three rooms away, with one single AAA battery." I'm so sorry.
0: That's my back massager.
1: Oh no. You're like, why is it under your blanket?
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, genuinely, I had to put my toothbrush on the carpeted floor in the closet because it won't stop going off. It's a fucking nightmare. it's like a Furby. I'm like, this is a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Furious at Sonic. Um, but a little bit about our guest, because uh, we're professionals here. She has a show every <laughs> Thursday on Sirius called Long Story Long. Make sure you check it out. She's a hilarious stand-up comedian. She also has a comedy album out uh, that you should also download and purchase. And all it's called things. Alive
1: for a While. Even though I yeah. don't want to admit that I've listened to it, I have.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm same. I downloaded it. <laughs>
1: and uh you
0: know you know how you like i i had to delete it off of my phone because every time i turned on my car it would just be elisa talking about indiana and i'm like get this the that is (laughs) yeah
2: Like that was happening to a friend i was staying with in canada but it was like every time she would turn on we would be in the car and she'd turn on the car and it would start playing one of my tracks and i'm like this has to go like drive the car into the river i'm not listening to my album in front of you (laughs) oh Do you guys ever like download a comics album and then it turns out it sucks shit, but then it keeps playing in your rotation? Because this can't
1: be a they didn't uh i am turning this into a shit talking
2: podcast immediately. I know. Yeah, that's-
1: Oh yeah, Lisa, that's that's your (laughs) MO. Wow. Wow. A lot of negative.
0: I'm like, who does everyone hate?
2: Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: well, I mean, we we're having Lisa on one because uh we just wanted to talk shit, but also because Lisa has some pretty golden <laughs> family stories. Yes, uh, like it, it's it's. It, I think I have a crazy family. That I hear Lisa's stories and I'm like, oh yeah, maybe I'll take a back seat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, they're wild people. I don't. I, I mean, I for context, we talked about this a little bit, Suba, and I can't remember which stories we talked about. But for context for everyone, my family owns a biker bar that my parents, I don't know what exactly the breakdown is, but it was like my grandparents owned the the building and the liquor license, and then my parents owned the business for a while, and then they sold their part, but it stayed in my family the whole time, and my two demon aunts own it now, <laughs> so I can't, well, one of my nice aunts and then the two demons, um, <laughs> And they, the three of them own it together. And so I'm like, well, it sucks because I'm like, well, if I had, you know, a million dollars, I would buy them out and then uh, ice them out of it. But uh, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, it's kind of lost right now. But anyway, my, my family owned that and we live next door to it. So I grew up in the bar. And then when I was like seven, my parents sold their part of it and bought a marina, um, which sounds really fancy, but it was just like, this is still India? It was like a massive <laughs> impulse buy. Yeah, it was like my mom was Wait. driving by and she's like, oh, that's for sale. Maybe we'll sell the bar and buy that. And it was, I, I and I, I say this with love, they were in way over their heads. Um, and thank God for the use of child labor, uh, we did get by <laughs> for quite a while. And then like seven years in, we lost it. And that was uh, tragic. Wait, um, so they just impulse
0: bought a
2: fucking yeah. marina? Yeah, yeah. That's wild. Because we had already had a boat then. And then, um, which this all sounds really fancy. But like, when I was a kid, we didn't have a TV. Like, my parents were, basically, they were taking whatever they made and put that back into, like, trying to make more money. Like, doing stuff with the bar and then, like, making money from the bar. Like, they took money they made from the bar to get the marina. But we also, that sounds like huge... But we got it, uh, we bought it on contract, meaning, and sorry, this part is boring, but just so people understand, because people are like, wow, you guys were rich. And I'm like, no, 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 like it, the marina cost a million dollars, but we paid, we bought it off of the guy on contract and we paid, so we paid $100,000 a year and the contract was for 10 years. But we, like, until we, the way buying something on contract works, or at least in this scenario, was that we didn't own it until we fully paid it yeah. off at the 10 year oh. mark. So what happened was seven years in, there was a be- breach of contract, my parents lost it, so they lost everything. So we went from like m- solidly middle-class to like, no, no money, none.
0: That's Not a dollar, you know, so, but uh, I've so that But i noticed was wild. that there's like, um, like I don't wanna say like country or like, there's like, Things that, like, my friends who are broke have that sound wealthy, but then if you dig mm-hmm. into it, it's just yeah. bad. Like, there's a comic named Brent Gill who's like, oh, yeah, I just bought my fourth car. And I'm like, excuse me? And then he's like, yeah, the door oh, yeah. doesn't work, and, like, the bottom's missing. Yeah. It's, like a, yeah. it's like a Flintstones car. Like, yeah, pieces yeah, yeah. of it are flying off. I'm like, you didn't buy that? I think you picked it up off the side of the road. It's literally like <laughs> you were in the Flintstones and just ran it back to your little house. Like, that's not...
2: Like, <laughs> that's exactly not what a, it was like. Yeah. <laughs> we had, like, the Flintstones car version of boats like we had a few boats that we rented out I think there was like a pontoon and a couple speed boats and canoe and uh but like the speed boats one of them was this hideous brown thing and it was just like four seats in a windshield closed bow or wait that yeah that one's closed bow and it was I mean we're talking like a two thousand dollar boat because we were renting it out too so we weren't renting out really nice boats because people would fucking come and beat the shit out of the boat and then you know, I would drive them around. I don't know if we talked about this one on your podcast. We probably did, but I I got my boating license when I was nine years old. (laughs) Yeah, it's nuts. Can you, is that legal? Can you do that? Well, uh, (laughs) so what happened was my mom, my mom hosted a boating class from uh, the Indiana Department of Natural Resources, the DNR came and they taught a boating class. And by then I had already been Uh, living and working at the marina for two years and by working i mean like i was running the bait shop for my parents and like it was 10 acres so i'm picking up trash i'm helping clean out the cottage to like flip it for the next guests and stuff um, you know, just like fishing Wait, condoms no. out from under a bed. Wait, mm. uh, yeah, I was just about. Basically, to say. yeah, like I was like a housekeeper and a groundskeeper and a bait shop manager and <sighs> oh a snack shop my manager.
0: God, a seven-year-old <laughs> should never be anywhere near cleaning out a hotel room. Like, oh my nobody god! Nobody should who is just sperm Cigarette should be just cleaning out. Sperm.
2: C- That's Mm-mm. so gross. <laughs> That's no, too young. No. <laughs> oh my god. So- I mean, I don't know how much work I did when I was seven, but I was doing stuff and I was really familiar with boats. So by the time I took the class, like there was a bunch of adults in the class and me and I aced the class and I got licensed because they were like, well, you, you got like 97 on the test. you yeah, here's your license. And then it was like four months later, the state of Indiana made it, uh, so that you had to have, uh, you had to be 16 with a driver's license to get a boating license, but I was grandfathered in. I already had it. So I'm this fucking 9-year-old cruising around <laughs> on the lake. I still and I have the paper license. It's it's really hilarious, but like I I would get home from school in the summer and, you know, do whatever work and do my homework and then I would cruise around the lake and pick up my friends that were uh, that lived in different neighborhoods that had like piers off of them. And we would just like cruise around the lake and I would try to flip the boat because I thought that was hilarious. I was like, oh, God, it would be so funny if I flipped it. Um, never succeeded. <laughs> but my, sometimes <laughs> like, my friends like – Which is why you're would, here like, to tell the story. Oh, <laughs> this is, my this God. This is the most – Valerie's going to really uh, – Valerie, you'll, you'll really feel this one in your bones because I make fun of her so relentlessly. Um, my friends – Because I would sincerely try really hard to flip the boat. And so they would all be in life jackets on the floor of the boat, kind of, like, crying and screaming. (laughs) And I'm like, guys, isn't this so fun? We might die. (laughs) Um, Well, honestly, it's just – it's it's very –
1: It's very uh, satisfying to know that you've always been this way. (laughs) You've always just tortured other people since you – it it was almost like you got your boating license and that was your permission slip to just be an actual monster. Between just
2: like straight up bullying and uh, being annoying, I'm like, these are are my hobbies. Being mean to my friends – and being annoying.
0: I also love that your it. friends kept getting in the boat. Like that's how little to do. Because you know in what, Indiana, they were like, you know, that's why they say for... kids are resilient.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's like I would try to flip the boat for a little while, and then I'd be like, all right, let's cruise over to Dairy Queen. <laughs> and that's Dairy Queen fixes everything. I know. It's True. like, look, we drowned one
0: girl, but that's just more ice cream for us. If yeah we're more sprinkles you know?
1: Listen, we only had we got six dilly bars and if you think that we were about to give up one of ours now someone's gonna go god i miss i, miss <laughs> dairy I, I, I know well, we I'm, had one at the end of our street growing up and we used to go all the time mm-hmm. and then my little brother when he was a kid would be like what do you want to be when you grow up and he'd be like i want to work at dairy and then i he still did.
2: do <laughs> That's hilarious. I want to yeah. own a Dairy Queen. The number of times I've Googled Dairy Queen franchise startup money, um, it's it's a sad. It's sad. <laughs> <laughs> That's really. I'm better. convinced. If there, there's so many people that miss Dairy Queen though, just like Duncan. I'm like I could put a Dairy Queen in Central LA and it would be it would be fucking bananas. Everybody would come. I just yeah. know it. Like the closest so one is in Huntington Beach. Gross. Yeah. How exactly. is like that bar? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I white used to... supremacist area
1: oh god yeah they're like we only serve vanilla ice cream and you're like whoa yeah. <laughs> like, like, what's uh mm-hmm. lisa i used to tell people i had a boat when i was a kid except uh our boat was a canoe
2: <laughs> i love a canoe i i we have i canoe love boat. canoeing i love that shit so much I, why one of my my dream for retirement is okay. to build like handmade canoes wooden canoes if somebody could help me i i need to learn first <laughs>
0: What this the fuck? Steps of
2: this plant this is a plan. This is the most Sorry, insane I'm like really thing getting I've off ever track. heard. Yeah.
0: I want to open a Dairy Queen so I can retire and hand make canoes. What the fuck am I
1: listening to?
2: but right you got to dream big. If you're not like, setting
1: big goals, like I feel like you're just—I feel like you're literally a Lily Tomlin's character on Grace and Frankie right
2: now. <laughs> like, oh, I haven't seen like, that. I need to watch it.
1: <laughs> okay, well,
2: look in the mirror because that's pretty much all that, that is. Um, oh. Amazing, yeah. It was uh, it was a really fun time growing up. <laughs> it was it was nice. Um, I'm open to questions.
1: Okay. <laughs> what's the what's the craziest thing that ever happened at the biker bar?
2: Oh God, at a biker bar, <laughs> Valerie. Uh, I mean, one time. Uh, I mean, there was we lived next door to it, so there was like fights and shit all the time, and like. You know, you would see somebody stumbling out of the front door, getting the shit kicked out of them with a, you know, a, a pool stick, you know, just <laughs> beaten and bloody. Oh, my God. <laughs> <Holy> <laughs> oh, shit. here's the craziest thing. Wait, did I tell the story, the gambling story? On no, your but it doesn't matter. Podcast? Tell it again. It doesn't matter. OK. Yeah. So this didn't involve me. Um, but my, my parents told me the details of this recently. We were on a, a phone call, the three of us. So I knew my dad and my grandma had gotten arrested for illegal gambling mm. I, or like running an illegal gambling thing. And I didn't really know the details. So what happened was my parents had this bar and a couple of things you need to know for, for this story. First of all, you need a bartending license to bartend in Indiana. Secondly, or at least you did. listen. If somebody's listening and they're like, no, they changed that in 2021. Well, I don't fucking know. OK, that wasn't the case in 1985. <laughs> so defensive. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> just, I just Look, imagine somebody shaking YouTube their All
0: commenters that don't exist but are in my head. <laughs> yeah, I just want to yeah, build exactly. my canoes in peace. I don't want to hear your <laughs> bullshit.
1: <laughs> that's what happens when you give a kid a boating license
2: so young they just get real ornery when they're older (laughs) i'm just really authoritative always um i'm like um i'm the boss which by the way this is why part of why one of my demon aunts doesn't like me because she would come to visit and she'd be like oh i want to take the boat out with my friends can like can i you know rent a boat from you or take a boat or whatever and my mom didn't trust her to drive the boat so she's like yeah, but you have to take Lisa. Lisa has to drive. And my aunt would be furious. And she's like, <laughs> I'm an adult. My mom's like, right, but she's a pro. Like, like she knows all the laws. She can start it up if it breaks down. Like, what are you going to do? We're not going <laughs> to save your ass if you're out there. Um, so my aunt uh, didn't really love that. Anyway, back to the bar. <laughs> so you had to have a bartending license. And also gambling is illegal in Indiana. So they are... A lot of times there's gambling machines, like poker machines and stuff, inside of restaurants or bars, but the rule is they can't pay out because that is gambling. So somebody can sit there and put quarters in and play, like essentially like they're playing Candy Crush, but... What happens is whatever amount they win, that machine company, when they come in, like, at the end of the month or whatever, they pay out the bar that amount of money. Okay? So, like, we get the money. So, it's technically not gambling <laughs> somehow. This sounds like, like a terrible deal most... for everyone other than the bar. <laughs> I know. Yeah, exactly. So... Uh, so this one night, my parents are going to one of their friends, one of their best friend's wedding, who, all these people were regulars, it was like, it was really insular, it was like, Cheers, where everybody, it's that crew always, all the time.
0: Yeah, you remember so, Cheers, when they beat each other over the head with pool
1: sticks. <laughs> 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 In front of so old bartender. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, yeah. Fraser Crane is all fun and games until he gets a couple of Jamesons in him
2: and then he just yeah, goes exactly. fucking wild. Exactly. I'm that John Mahoney, bullshit, he'll Niles. hit you with that cane. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this particular night, my parents are going to their friends, uh, Dick and Carol, to their wedding. Um, and because what the, the regular bartender for, I guess, Saturday nights, he was also invited to the wedding and they needed coverage. So... They asked another guy to cover him behind the bar. And that guy was like, well, I don't have a bartending license. And they're like, oh, it's fine. You could just use Brad's or whatever his name. No one is named Brad in small town Indiana. Uh, (laughs) You could just use Big Mike's or whatever. Who who knows? Um, (laughs) And they were like, okay, whatever. It's just for the night. Like what's going to happen? Famous last words. So he's bartending and my grandma's bartending. It's the two of them. My parents are at home getting ready to go to the wedding. Um, I'm set up with a babysitter, I guess. And uh, this guy comes into the bar. Yeah, yeah. I'm babysitting myself at two. It's just uh, a bottle
0: of Nyquil with eyes drawn. (laughs) Exactly. exactly. Our black lab (laughs) is
2: watching me. Um, So uh, this guy comes in the bar and sits down, and he like orders a drink. You know, and he's not a regular. He's just like just cruised in by himself. And he asks, Uh "Oh, an outsider." Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm and he says to my grandma he goes hey do those poker machines pay out and my grandma was like yeah of course because what we did what we were doing illegally is we were paying out the regulars so if they won we would pay them but we wouldn't Mm -hmm. pay anybody else because it was illegal so (laughs) so they tell this guy the machines pay out and he's like all right cool and he finishes his drink and leaves And then comes back with the fucking FBI.
1: Comes (gasps) back with the
2: FBI, the county police, the state police. Like, they're... Like, they swarm the place. And so the bartender is freaking out this guy. Oh, no. Big Mike or whomever. He's... That's not even a name of somebody I know. Anyway, so he he calls my parents and he's like, Jim, you've got to get up here right now. And my dad's like, what's going on? And he can't say because the FBI agent's standing right next to him. And he's like, I said get up here right fucking now. So my parents come up and uh, like they walk over. And like when you walk in the back of the bar, you walk into the kitchen first. And then there's a door before you get into the bar. So they walk into the kitchen. And my mom's like, I don't want to know what's going on. It seems like there's some commotion. I'm going to stay back here just to be safe. And my dad's like, all right, cool. And my dad walks in. My grandma has been arrested. Uh, And my dad's like, what the fuck is going on here? (laughs) And the cops are like, who's in charge of this place? My dad was like, I am. What's the problem? And they're like, great. You're under arrest, too. so, (laughs) (laughs) So they arrest both of them. Then they ask to see the bartender's license. And he's like, Fuck. I'm borrowing somebody else's license. I don't have a license. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Oh. So they explain this whole situation to them. They take my grandma and my dad in. They end up like releasing them later. And they like release them after several hours. So then my parents get to the wedding. They get to the wedding late. So not only do they have to explain why they're late to the wedding, but they also have to explain to the other bartender like, hey, by the way, when you get back, you're going to get arrested for bar- for lending out your your liquor license or your bartending license. What they what we came to find out was, um, so, and this sounds outlandish. So just please go with me. This is what happened. So my, my mom had owned the bar. She bought it from her parents before my parents were married. And then... Uh, Then my dad came into it and he didn't really know all of what was going on. I mean, he did, but he didn't like he wasn't as well versed in everything and like all the relationships with vendors and stuff as my mom was. So also, by the way, at the time, this is the 80s. um, I believe this is before women could have credit cards. No, there was women, some, there was they, something could, they fucked could have up, them in the 70s. Or that was the 70s. Yeah, I think it was the there 70s. There was something yes. fucked up with, like, my mom not being able to have a bank account or something. And she couldn't go to, like, any of the, like, bartending conventions. They wouldn't let her go. They're like, you can't, like, a woman has to be accompanied by a man or send oh your husband. And God. she's like, I own this. This is my fucking bar. So she could Anyway, it was madness. <laughs> so what had happened previous to this was all the poker machines we had came from this company in Illinois that was apparently owned by the mob. And my mom knew this. My mom knew it was like a weird shady deal, but she's like, whatever, we're getting a deal. So at some point, some guy comes in from Indiana, this like small town, like guy, who's like starting up his poker machine business. And he asks my dad, hey, can I put a poker machine here instead? I'm just like a small guy. I don't own a whole whole company, like, you know, help a guy out. And my dad's like, yeah, no problem my dad swaps out the machines. So what happened was uh-uh. the fucking mob dudes that we had had the original contract with snitched on us because they were like, well, fuck you, if you got what? rid of our machines.
0: You don't snitch, you break some <coughs> fingers. You hit <laughs> Mike with a pool They mark. sent
2: their guys in, yeah. so. I mean, snitch is probably the wrong word, given <laughs> who we're dealing no, with here. that's the correct word, I think. No, we had a bad is. we They had a bad relationship after that. Then my mom had to then go back and repair. But so they end up finding <laughs> she my parents.
0: apologize on the day of his daughter's wedding. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> so God. So
2: they just a
0: plate of spaghetti. <laughs> like, please
2: forgive me. <laughs> so they end up, my parents, like, end up beating a lot of the fines. And they get the fines down to, like, $8,000. Um my oh, by the way, as my grandma's getting arrested, she's freaking out. Her only concern is she's like, am I still going to be able to vote? And they're like, what? Yes. <laughs> and she's like, it's really important that I still vote. Like, Because my grandma always volunteered and worked the polls. And she's yeah. like super involved politically always. And she was so upset. And like, after a while, the cops were like, okay, lady, I think you're not even like who we're, we need to arrest here. Because my grandma, that like that was her only concern. And she didn't really know what the fuck was going on. Right. So we pay all these fines, they seize the machines, right? (laughs) And then after that, because the poker thing was so lucrative for my parents, After that, they just kept the machines out and they set up a poker table in the basement and they would run poker games, but they had like a little buzzer system. So if anyone came in that they didn't know or if cops came in, they would buzz the buzzer and then everyone could just walk upstairs because like the door, the doorway you go through to walk downstairs is the same doorway you go through to walk out on the patio and from the front door. Unless you're standing right in that doorway, you don't see the stairwell to the to the basement. So it's like you could you could just walk through that doorway and it looks like you were coming in from the patio, um, which was fully covered. Oh, also, this is another detail. So the pa- the patio like there was like, you know, slatted um, like wood planks or whatever going straight up so you couldn't see who was in the patio it was totally enclosed and the the um iron bars that held up the patio were from Wrigley Field when they were um when they were remodeling Wrigley Field my dad cuz he's an iron worker he was working in Chicago and he like cruised by the construction site and stole a couple beams <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and used it to build our patio <laughs> That's really cool. So I guess that's the craziest thing that ever. I mean, it didn't happen to me, but I'm like, that's fucking wild. And that's like not even. They used to have these big these big bar parties. I don't know how often they were. I have photos somewhere. I want to say it was like once a month in the summer. And they were like, I mean, they made us a lot of money because like so the bar was on the main road. My grandma owned the, the bar and all the property around it. So we can't who's calling the fucking police on us for noise. And then back behind the bar, there's a big hill. And then that like opens up into the lake. So there's like road on one side, lake on the other side, all of our tenants around, you know? So we would have these huge part. This is why I want the fucking bar back. This is why I want it for myself. They would have these huge parties and they would have like a hog roast and they would have all these contests like they did. Of course they do horseshoes because it's the Midwest but they would do like mud tug of war and they would have a canoe tipping contest. It was like, that's so, so much fun. So it's like, just like, and I'm like, Oh my God. At the time they were like in their mid thirties. Like, can you imagine getting together with all of your friends and just throwing this huge bash and like, that's so much fun. Just being drunk yeah. and you're in a small town and you can fucking walk home. Like, man, I miss that. I mean, I, I was a kid <laughs> when they did that, but it was still fun. Cause their kids were there, you know? Because yeah. why wouldn't you bring your children to a bar cookout?
0: Oh, that's so cool. I mean, Lisa oh. was working the
1: entire time. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I was bartending the event at nine. Uh, Lisa, when, I have to know, since your parents owned a bar, like, was drinking seed as, like, not a big deal in your family? And, like, did you start drinking <laughs> when you were really young or no?
2: Not a big deal is kind of an understatement. <laughs> I mean, I don't know when, I don't remember when I first, tro- I I was a, I was pretty straight-edge because I was scared of, like... I don't know. I broke a lot of rules, but, like, in a... In, only when I could get away with it. And mm. I, I was always scared of, like... I, I'm the only person in my family who's not been arrested, and that includes my dog, who used to get <laughs> picked up from the police. Because... Oh, my God! <laughs> Because he didn't have a collar on and he would like roam around. town. It got to the point where like the cops would pull over and roll down the window and they'd be like, all right, get in the car. And the dog would just jump in the window. And then we <laughs> oh would have to God. pick him up and pay a fine. Like the, Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we, they drank. People, everyone in my family drank. And my dad told me like he, he had another dog like before my parents got married and the dog was like much older by the time they had him. And, by the way, this dog, the first dog, the, the older dog. Duke, not the one that got arrested all the time. That was Rex. Duke would cruise around town. And my dad was like, I was on the phone with my dad recently and he's telling me about it. And he goes, yeah, you know, sometimes I'd walk in the grocery store and there he is in one of the aisles. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. What what type of dogs were these? Labs. And they were just cruising around, just doing their thing.
1: It's so funny. So my, um, my really good so when I was growing up, I lived at the end of a cul-de-sac and our neighbors across the cul-de-sac. Um, they are the they had a daughter my age and we became really good friends. And then uh our parents were really close friends. They had they always had labs growing up and they had a chocolate lab named Brownie that would always get out and they didn't have them snipped. And one time there was another uh like purebred lab in the neighborhood, like a few mm-hmm. streets away, that was in heat. And, you know, it was because it was, like, a special breeding dog and all this. (laughs) Brownie was such a horny little motherfucker that he literally ate his way through a door to get in. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then they had puppies, and they were – the people were furious. And then, like, yeah, but those are, like, these dogs would always wander around. And, like, it's – like, labs just do that. And they're, like –– They're so cute. I mean –
2: he yeah. ate his also, way when through a there's door. There's a female dog, in heat, oh, Go ahead. Sorry.
0: Oh no! Mm-hmm. I was just gonna say I can't even get a. When I was single, I couldn't even get a dude to text me back. Let alone <laughs> eat his way through a door. <laughs> do you- <laughs> if that would I was be alarming. The wrong I don't know if that would be side, <laughs> <laughs> I would get turned down if I wasn't clever enough on Bumble let alone eat your way through my front door. Just to yeah, lie. like over here, they're like, oh, you
2: live in the valley? No, thank you. <laughs> Luna's vet insisted I let her have a heat cycle because something about hip dysplasia, whatever. Now, do I regret it? Yeah, I guess. And, and, anyway, what? that's a separate thing. But he was like, oh, you have to be really, like, close your windows because male dogs will jump through glass if they can smell it. And I was like, <laughs> what? What? excuse
0: me? What? It's like an (laughs) X commercial, but for dogs. This is nuts.
2: (laughs) It's madness. Fucking madness. Wait, did, so wait,
1: did you, did she go through a, I thought she did go through a heat cycle. Why? We used to be neighbors, because which they is were why like, I knew all these details. Yeah,
2: Well, and it, her period synced up with Valerie's, so it was like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm the, I'm the alpha, obviously.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Valerie's just looking at all the dogs jumping through her window, like, would be nice. Would be nice if I yeah. could get some attention. I'm like, yeah. I'm
1: like, hey, me first. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her, her, (laughs) vet really insisted on her having at least one cycle because he said it prevents hip dysplasia he was like uh, what he told me was he goes hip dysplasia is kind of a guarantee where like if you do let her have a heat cycle that that does open up the possibility of her developing female cancers later but he's like that's like a far off thing where like hip dysplasia is a guarantee and then the a different vet because i was in indiana at the time did her spay surgery and she was like um, hip dysplasia is really only a thing for like Great Danes. That guy's an idiot, and I was like,
1: "Fuck!" No, oh, that's not true though. Hip dysplasia happens in a lot of purebred dogs. Like it, like oh, my Rottweiler not had it, and like, but still, if they had, if there's a lot of like one type of breed that's prone to it, you know? Oh,
2: okay, well, good to know. Then I, I think feel it like happens they did make with the right decision.
1: I think so because I, I think it happens a lot with. Um, uh german shepherds too like they're all kind
2: of in the same family well there we go okay good then i'm Um, glad i did yeah
0: we didn't have a a choice in that because we got uh our little dog she was just found wandering around on the street like not spayed yeah and then like we got her and then it's just like so fucked up because they gave her to it like we thought they would let her recover at the shelter but no they like ripped out her uterus and was like here you go and i'm like no
2: What? Oh, they oh. kept her overnight.
0: Bro, I mean, they kept her overnight, but she still. We took her home with the oh, cone yeah. and everything, and I was like,
2: "Oh, she hates that." Oh, yeah. Like she probably had a cone. we did the
0: cone. It was so. Luna wrong. had a yeah. cone, and she didn't
2: mind the cone at all. She was so, she's so chill about me putting shit on her, but she was scratching herself with her hind leg, and it caught the stitches, <gasps> and it ripped them out.
0: No, 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 no. no. Oh, oh. oh.
2: Yeah, and no. I was staying at my cousin's in Indiana, and her her husband is a hospitalist, which is the uh, the be- the only way I know how to describe it is he's basically Doctor House if um, you've seen that <laughs> show. Um, but he's performed a number of surgeries, and so he he had a suture kit at home because he was like, well, I just he just has something at home because they live in the middle of fucking nowhere just in case something like happened to the kids. <laughs> Well, it was Memorial Day weekend, so everything was closed. It was like a Friday night and everything was closed until Tuesday. And even then, this was still during like a lot of COVID lockdowns. So vets were backed up like two, three months. So we, he stitched her up at the house. Like I had to hold her down while no. he sti- oh, it, was, oh, it was the number one. It was horrifying. It was horrifying. I can't. I mean, she got over it right away, but I was like, Having to hold her down, and then I had to buy like I can't believe the vet didn't tell me of the existence of this because then Nicole Conlin was like, "Oh, we got our dog, we got Harmony, um, this jumpsuit, and you buy this little jumpsuit, and it's just like a whole, it's like a whole outfit, and you put it on them, and then they can't touch it, and it's like, why didn't I fucking know that that existed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, do they make do they yeah. make jumpsuits
1: big enough for your gigantic fucking dog, Lisa?
2: They do. Oh, and she ripped out the stitches, and then we stitched her up, and then the next day, there was still, like, a little bit of opening, so we had to stitch her one more fucking time.
1: Oh, But the my second God. time...
2: And here's another thing. The first time, I didn't know you can give a dog a Benadryl, and it knocks them out a little bit, which, by the way, be careful if you're going to give your dog a Benadryl, because if you... Like, Luna's 80 pounds. If I give her more than two, it can stop her heart. So... But that's one way if you need to knock a dog out when you're at home, like if there's something like that going on, like a medical emergency, you can give them a Benadryl and it, it makes them sleepy. Or oh, if they get stung by a bee and they're having like a massive allergic reaction, you give them a Benadryl. Right. But you have to look, you have to be really careful with the weight. Anyway, God, I've really gotten off topic here. My, da- my childhood <clears throat> dog used to drink a lot of beer. That's what I was going to say <laughs> earlier. Oh my God, Lisa, no. What kind yeah my dad was telling me he goes yeah duke would come up to the bar and i would just fill his whole bowl up with beer and i what? was like dad and he goes he loved it i'm like that's not the issue i didn't think he didn't like it
1: you You're idiot me. and he's like no dogs your love dog. beer. i'm like
2: what is going on like how's my dog an alcoholic your, yeah, dog, your dog comes dog. home
1: at night and it's just like when are you gonna get a job
2: <laughs> yeah yeah exactly
0: yeah, the dog's like, Can oh. I sleep here? The
2: chocolate lab's mad at me again.
0: It <laughs> says another <I'm> <laughs> father.
2: Yeah. The dog is in the literal doghouse. In an actual <laughs> doghouse. Oh my god. Lisa, do
1: you have si- you have siblings too, right? Wait, yes. Yeah, you have to brothers. tell the
0: story about your brother and the life jacket. Oh.
2: You have to tell the story. Oh no, oh no. Okay, so I have two older brothers and a younger brother. I wish I had thought to b- grab photos before this. I have two older brothers and a younger brother. And when, uh, when my parents bought the marina, my two older brothers are from my dad's first marriage. They're much older. They're like eight, and nine years older than me. Um, so they were already out of the house. But when we got the marina, I was seven. My little brother was two. And when we first, first got it, um, there was like, we had the only inlet. There was a couple other marinas on the lake, but we had the only inlet on the lake. So we had like a harbor, like a, you know, like an actual harbor. So, this part's not funny. My parents... Oh, no. the, place is, the place is 10 fucking acres. So it's huge. So like, you know, I don't know how anyone's going to take... Keep, keep track of two children on 10 acres. Two kids and a dog. So my little... They're walking around the marina and they see my little brother is face down in the water. The guy we're buying <gasps> the place off of runs, jumps in, pulls my little brother out, saves his life. So, and thank fucking God... So from that day on, every day, as soon as my mom would dress him and put him in a life jacket immediately. And I mean every day for like seven years.
1: <laughs> there's,
2: there's, and it was such a part of his. I can't even. Valerie? And like it was That's just part nuts. of his outfit. Like, like he would wear a shirt or pants. And so it's like, he would have it on, and then my mom would run errands and just throw him in the cart, and he'd still have his life jacket on. And, like, I remember one time my brother picked me up, my older brother Jim picked me up from school, and he had Joe with him, my little brother, and Joe was in a life jacket. This is on the other side of the lake. He's picking me up from elementary school, and people are, like, staring at my brother. My brother was like, you know, you could drown in a teaspoon of water. Like, just fucking... It was... I have so many photos of Joe in a life jacket, oh like, God. we're at a friend's house, we're at a bonfire, we're nowhere fucking near water, he's in a life jacket. And there was there was different ones for different ages, too, because, you know, you grow out of it. And so when you're a little, little kid, you have one that has a strap underneath, and then there's a handle on the back of it, So you know, and there's like a little thing for your head in case you fall in the water, because you're like... A child and you don't know how to keep yourself upright so my cousin Jen and I would just grab him by the strap and just drag him around by this little like handle on
1: the <laughs> like, so
2: believe- it's not humiliating enough to be in a life jacket we're just carrying him around like he's a fucking cooler <laughs>
1: I just imagine him getting married one day and, like, instead of a vest under his, belt, <laughs> yeah, he's, under his tux, it's just a life jacket. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the, the priest is like, like, in sickness and in health. And he's like, one second, I got to inflate this.
1: He's just blowing
2: into the little tube. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, he gets on, get on get the plane and they're like, moment. you know, in the event of an accident, he's like, I already got it. I'm in a I life know. jacket. <laughs> His
1: wife's like, "Honey, I think for our honeymoon, I think we should do a cruise." And he's like, and he's like, "Why do you think that's funny?" <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: He loves the water too. He worked in the water for a long. I mean, we both really love the water, but he like worked on Boat lifts or something for a long time or of course like he loves the walls. water
0: he's invincible <laughs> he's, <laughs> yeah.
2: what if he what if he can what if he has sex with the life jacket on I, you know what listen Valerie that's not something I want to think about if it's something you want to think about have fun
0: it makes a lot it makes more sense that being in a grocery store in a life jacket at least there's wetness I'm like you know what yeah. put a life vest on keep yourself safe you don't want to drown in that pussy. yeah who knows what if there's a fucking,
2: <laughs> what, what if there's a fountain? You can't go to the mall. That's not safe. <laughs> Technically, nowhere is safe. Really, like, yeah.
1: <laughs> you can drown in insane. a teaspoon of water. <laughs> just pure uh, insanity.
0: That's mental. That's so funny. That I just <laughs> is so
1: funny. <laughs> oh my god! We're an interesting
2: bunch. It's
1: my actually- favorite. Oh, go ahead, Siva. Oh, no, I was just going
0: to say, I can't believe there's something worse than putting a kid on a leash, but a little life jacket with the handle. Oh,
2: yeah. yeah. My mom tried It's a very short to, leash. My mom tried to put me on a leash one time when I was a kid. We, <laughs> like, went to the mall, and I was like, what the fuck? And I just undid it. I was like, no, we're not doing this. And she was like, okay, uh, well, I guess... I guess speaking that, of your that mom... <laughs>
1: Lisa, can you, uh, can you maybe do, like,
2: a dramatic reading of some of the emails you get from your mom? <laughs> oh, my gosh. She was Lisa. sending me emails this last week. God <clears throat> bless. I'm trying to help her plan a trip. So she was uh, – my, my parents are going to Montana, and I was trying to plan it out for them because they want to do, like, a big road trip and, like, go through Wyoming and Idaho and whatever. Well, I can't find these. Oh, no, I can't find the emails. Friday – Oh, boy. Is that one of them? Oh, wait. I can just search her email. Hi. Um, So they're trying to plan this trip, and they're also going to stop and see one of my mom's best friends in Montana. So I was... Oh, boy. Here they are. Okay. Um, So... So rather than like opening up her email and starting to draft an email, she's on the phone with her friend Sherry and her friend Sherry will be like, "Oh, you guys should stop in this town." So my mom will just like type that town and hit send. And then my the, and then Sherry's <laughs> like, "Oh, you guys shouldn't stop here." So my mom types it and hits send. So I have like 12 emails in like 10 minutes. Here here's one. Oh, this won't load really quick. Um Subject Montana trip, eliminate Big Sky and Busby, add Darby. Um, sorry, I don't. This is, I'm not good at a dramatic reading. You can see, um, <laughs> the next one just why says you're so Bus- dramatic normally. <laughs> yeah, the next one just says Busby. Uh, out of Bozeman to Whitehall and then to Twin Bridges, keep off the freeway. Uh, next one just says MT for Montana. Okay, great, like. Did I say yes to Bannock? Yes. I don't know what fucking Bannock is. She never talked about that. It, I like, like that your mom are, is just
0: using a friend instead of Travelocity. There's just so much right? pressure.
2: On- Sorry, Jackson Springs Hot yeah. Lodge. Very small town. Like, these are the kind of, I'm like, what? And I'm trying to scribble, scribble these down one by one and put it together and then, like, map them out. Because I'm like, I don't know where any of these towns are in relation to the other. So I'm, like, looking at a map <laughs> and trying to draw. And I'm like, and then she's changing things around. And then after all of this, like, the next day, I'm, I map all this out for her and I send it to her and I like draw it out. And then she's like, yeah, I don't know if we can go now. I was <laughs> like, what? Oh my God. What? And then I, <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the day after that, she's like, okay, so I had some other ideas for the trip. And I was like, I need you to figure out if you can go for sure. Book your fucking plane tickets. And then, and then <laughs> we'll map this out. Cause this is too much. This is crazy. That's
0: hilarious.
1: It's always funny to me how parents freak out about traveling. Because, like, Mm -hmm. I can understand being nervous about going to another country because maybe you don't know the language or something like that. But, like, you're traveling in the United States. (laughs) Like, it's not difficult. It's not much different. You know what I mean? It's like, what the hell's yeah. wrong with you?
0: Wow. I didn't realize how lucky I was. My mom is like so on top of everything. Like she makes every single plan. Like she's planning my wedding. I literally have people ask me, how's the wedding going? And I'm like, I don't know. Text my mom. Like I have no fucking clue
2: what is happening. Oh my God. Like, my mom is that person that like we were on a family Zoom for my aunt's, I think, 95th birthday or something like that. This is what it looked like. My mouth the whole time is like, can you see me? Can you see me? And I'm like, turn your camera down. And she goes, how do I do that? And it's like going like this, and it's making all this noise. And then she's like, okay, how's that? Is that better? I'm like, that's the fucking same. What are you talking about? I'm like, can't you see? You see the screen? You're looking at the same screen as me. I don't understand. That's what's so wild when you're just like, I don't like where you get it. Where do you think the camera feed is going? Yeah. So, so glad ridiculous. I got to it's reconnect like, like with this. my mom's yeah. inner
0: uh septum if that's so wonderful that I can see literally oh up my nose. god just bonding Ugh. with
2: her nostril cavities yeah it kills me um <laughs> shit I'm like I know I have some other good stories and now I can't uh I'm trying to remember what I told you on the last one I think I told you about some of the bar stuff
0: yeah you did and the brother I think like we've hit most of it if you can think of a really good one um I mean
2: there was one time (laughs) so I was forbidden from going to Dairy Queen because the pier at Dairy Queen had like the wood came out let's say the wood came out 100 feet right Mm -hmm. that's whatever who cares if that's accurate beyond the wood there was these huge metal like enormous like metal barrel pilings And the pilings came out like 101 feet. Like, it stuck out beyond the edge of the pier. So what would happen is, because there weren't buoys there, and even if you put buoys up on the side of your boat, like, buoys are meant to go along the side of the boat so it doesn't hit a pier. But in order for that to happen, the pier has to be, like, level. Like, there can't be – if there's a couple spots where it's sticking out where it's like – I don't, know, I don't know how to describe this if it's like uh, scalloped looking kind of it doesn't it doesn't work. <laughs> so my dad would be like, absolutely no dairy queen because it bangs up the pier and I was like, no problem. Uh, and then I went straight to fucking Dairy Queen every time. <laughs> And one time it was really windy. So while I was getting my, you know, probably hot dog and a che- strawberry sundae, the the boat was just banging and banging and banging against the piling to the point where there was a huge gash in the side of the boat. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. And I'm like, keep in mind, 11. So I'm like, my dad's <laughs> not going to notice how would he notice yeah you know dad's notorious for not noticing when you ruin their boat yeah and when i say huge gash i mean like a two-foot gash in fiberglass and if you know anything about fiberglass it doesn't it's not like a it's not like a nice clean slit it's like crumbling inside right yeah there's like a family of
0: seagulls living in there you don't
2: notice by the time i get back there is a nest so i go and my dad's like i'm pulling the marina my dad's like he's on one side of the boat, so he can't see the gash. He's like on the left, on the port side and the gash is on the starboard side. So I go to pull in and my dad's like, oh, I want you to pull it up on the trailer. We're going to pull out of the water. I was like, no problem. And I like, I go to pull it up on the trailer. My dad's like, what the fuck did you do? There's a <laughs> hole in the boat. And I was like, oh, Hole? Where is a hole? And my dad's like, are you fucking stupid? Like, losing his mind. And like, he says, are you fucking, fucking stupid as
1: you're 11 yeah. years old? Yeah. My brain is not
2: done developing yet. Yeah. Like- and he's like, you went to fucking Dairy Queen. I'm like, what do you even tell? Ta- I was just driving in a circle. I didn't go anywhere. And my dad's like, God damn. Like, he was just so mad. He was on Fire. Um, and I was just like, yeah, I don't know. What? Oh, oh yeah, that hole? Yeah, I don't know. An 11 no idea. year old a boat. <laughs> You're lucky you have any boat and child left, to be honest. <laughs> like, Dude, I also like, I used to like help my dad work on boats. So he would like, you know, fix somebody's boat. And then he would just send me off into the lake with it with like a couple of oars (laughs) just in case. And he's like, all right, well, let me know what noises it makes. Let me know if it runs good. And like sometimes they would fucking break down. And then I'm sitting on the bow of this giant like, you know, 25 foot ski boat paddling it in (laughs) at at 10, 11, 12. Like this is why I have upper body strength now (laughs) because I paddled in fucking power boats across a whole ass lake
0: man this makes me want to have a kid i would love to just send something <laughs> off <laughs> in a car yeah. i'm trying to fix up or like hey you know i just put together this ikea bed can you jump on it a little bit see if it holds together
2: yeah <laughs> oh my god what's funny is I like years later when i when i first moved to la i was dating this guy and we went to um we went to big bear for his birthday one summer and his friends were like kind of machismo um and if that's how you use that word, <laughs> and we rented a boat and I kept asking to drive the boat and they were like, no. And all the guys were like swapping turns, uh, driving the boat. And I was like, I'm the fucking only one that has boat experience here. And I was just, I was fuming. I mean, I was mad cause I was insulted and I was also, it was also an ego thing. And I was like, whatever. Well, after like an hour, the boat breaks down and I'm just sitting there. They can't figure it out. And I'm just sitting there and sitting there. And like 30 minutes goes by and I was like, "Hey guys, I can fix the boat." And they're like, oh, "I don't know." And I was like, "I can fix the boat, and I will." But here's the deal. If I fix the boat, I'm driving yeah, it Yeah, I mean, the yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I fixed Thank it you. in like 3 seconds. <laughs> and then I was like, "All right, it's mine the rest of the day. Fuck you guys." Like, I it was the most satisfying thing where I was like, "You pieces of shit." <laughs>
1: you
0: should Denying try not
2: to shore. Like, I know fuck them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I should have pushed them all off. but
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you save yeah. that treatment for your best friends. That's the only <laughs> time.
1: You... Yeah, <laughs> You're yes, like, I'll exactly. tell you what, I'm going to push you off, and if you can keep pace with the boat, you can get back on it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh, we, we had, I, just because you said keeping pace with the boat. So we had the canoe. Uh, that we kept at home, so I would just take the canoe out kind of whenever. <laughs> we had... That dog, again, Rex, the one that got arrested all the time, he was a yellow lab. And we would be out, like, my friends and I would be in the canoe in the middle of the fucking lake. And somebody would be like, is that your dog? And I'd look off (laughs) in the distance, and my dog is trying to follow us. And he's just, like, paddling and paddling this poor... And I'm like, thank God he had the strength (laughs) in the fucking stamina or whatever to come out and then he would climb into the boat like we would all pull him into the boat by the way no (laughs) collar so i'm like thinking of it now i'm like how did we even do like we were kids pulling a fucking you know 90 pound lab into a canoe it doesn't have steps for christ's sake and then he would you know shake off on all of us and we'd be soaked and disgusted with lake water but it was a fun time oh Oh my god i miss that that dog survive (laughs) oh god yeah i don't know I don't know. I mean, just the not. We didn't have a fenced-in yard. He just wandered. He just did his own thing. I don't. He may have had a fucking job, for all I know. <laughs> he was gone all he day. He owned his own
0: mini dog marina where he was also <laughs> yeah, driving yeah 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 exactly. in a little boat.
1: <laughs> this makes me miss our family dog. We had a Rottweiler growing up, and she was such a mm-hmm. sweetie. Like she was really gentle, and like really, she's just the best. And like one of the things that she used to do is she was obsessed with basketballs. And so mm-hmm. she would literally like roll him around and play and bat him around with her paws. But she was so delicate that she she knew enough not to dig in deep enough to pop it. But she would peel back mm-hmm. all the leather off of the ball, so the ball was just like completely bare,
2: but still oh, weird. inflated. She's such a weirdo. Like, yeah, she's she's just the fucking best. That dog was awesome. Man, I do miss like small town shit. I know. It's just I do so too. fun. It's, you know, the fun part is, like, not wearing makeup and just being a fucking dirt goblin cruising around barefoot, <laughs> okay. you know, going just, to Dairy Queen. Like, that's. Yeah. I'm
1: full dirt goblin right now. That's love life.
2: <laughs> I miss.
1: That's why I love going on the road so much. Because, like, I love being in small towns and just, like, hanging out with regular people and, like, do it. Mm-hmm. Just, it's it's so fun. Like, I, I my favorite is to find, like, the diviest dive bars when I'm in. Different cities and oh, it's, oh, it's it's so mask. good. Although sometimes those are scary.
0: Well I'm a I let you politically
1: aware, it's like, ooh, yikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh.
0: no, I don't have that. I'm a suburbs kid. I'm not like roaming around different jamba juices. I don't really have that.
2: Ah, <laughs> oh, funny. If we had if we had jamba juice in my hometown, that would be like a major luxury. I remember when we got McDonald's in the nineties our town got a McDonald's it was such an event there was a line like around the neighborhood the no. like a line of cars around the neighborhood for a fucking month like it was an hour wait to get a McDonald's I'm not joking it was I remember insane. when they put in
1: when we got our first taco bell like in Massachusetts mm-hmm. my mom lost her Fucking mind, and was so (laughs) excited because I because she had lived in Arizona for like a year, and so they had them like out there, but they didn't have them like you know near us. And oh my God, my I just remember that first one, and my mom was like freaking out. We said we still used to go to Taco Bell all the time as kids. Like you guys remember the little like the little change machine they had in there where you would drop coins in, and if you caught one of the coins, you get like a free cinnamon stick, and you were like cinnamon twists, and you were like yeah.
2: So stupid. I didn't. I don't remember this. Uh, but that sounds. Oh, exciting. we were trash. I, so you know. <laughs> I can't.
0: I can't get over the line around the block for McDonald's. Like, I like the idea that Ronald McDonald was a celebrity in your town. Like,
1: oh yeah, some Big divorced time.
0: dad forced to work as Ronald, and everyone's in their car like Ronald. Hey, remember me? Can you get me in? Like, just yeah, yeah. People He's showing up in their best.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: can you give me a Happy uh. Meal? <laughs> My
2: God, friends with Grimace. My dad knows Grimace. (laughs) People were obsessed. And I'm like, we were blessed with two Dairy Queens, and you guys are going cuckoo over at McDonald's. I don't like, I don't respect that.
1: (laughs) Well, our, you know, what was a big thing with our Dairy Queen is that they didn't have hot food, they only had ice cream. So we didn't have hot eats, cool treats. We only had cool treats. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, because it was one of the like little local franchised ones. So like they only had. Regular ice cream. And the dude that owned it was such a fucking creep that he would literally date all the, like, young kids that were working there, like, over the summer. Yeah.
2: So fucking gross. No, no, no. no. So gross. There was a a tanning salon in our town that was owned by this fucking drug addict and it came out there was there was like a, a big thing they got exposed because they had hidden cameras in the rooms so he was just <gasps> oh, watching god. everybody be naked yeah Ew. yeah
0: what is wrong pretty with disgusting
2: people? um <sighs> i don't know oh god wait hold on sorry i know this is another tangent but speaking of hidden cameras there was also god i kind of blew the lead here um there was also like the, the the main funeral home in town <laughs> where like you, you know the hotspot <laughs> yeah the, the, the I, I mean i guess just like the the one that like most people you know saw their loved ones laid out um, after oh high God. school my best friend and I were hanging out with, there was, there was a fam, the family that owned it there, uh, there was two sons and there was one that was a couple years older than us and one that was a couple years younger. And after high school, we were hanging out with the guy that was a couple years older. And he told us that his little brother, when he was a kid, set up closed circuit, like, um, cameras all throughout, like would hide it in the Kleenex box in the bathroom and shit and sit in his room and watch people cry during wakes is that the fucking most psychotic thing you've ever heard
0: okay so that that's happened. like, like that's i don't know level. where he's at
2: now i he's should i should look it up i'm
0: assuming congress
2: uh what uh, he, is, for sure uh, he's somewhere wearing someone's flesh oh. right now like can you imagine you think it's oh weird i was God. driving boats at nine <laughs> wasn't watching yeah. people at funerals that's so creepy he's probably jerking yeah. off to it too like oh. yeah oh, sorry <laughs> i mean at that point it would be kind of weird if you didn't you know <laughs> lisa <laughs> honestly I have a little more respect because at least you had if a reason a, you know you weren't if it's not arousing you i don't understand what you're doing um
0: that's so gross oh, How yeah, that he, and he said it, that was his little brother and he's just like
2: yeah yeah that was his, his little brother it's like you need to disown that kid right now
0: right yeah like how was he he was like you want to hear something crazy it's like no 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 no, no. that's not crazy call <laughs> call the yeah, FBI yeah that's creepy as
2: hell what are you doing
0: yeah no no so yeah I mean thank you for sharing your
2: insane family of stories course thanks for having Lisa. me on I'm oh, I mean man. I'm, I know there's a million other uh there's a million other stories and I'm not, it would take me hours to remember all of them. I can, yeah, I always come back and tell you more Yeah. <laughs> with photos and everything. Oh. <laughs>
0: I love yes, it. Yes, please. Um, but oh. tell our listeners where they can find you, uh, all the
2: things. Okay. So my address, um, you can <laughs> find me. I'm, um, on the road here and there, I post my days. Please, please, you know what? Find me on Instagram because that's where I post things. And um, quite honestly, I've been told I need more followers there if I want to do anything with my fucking life. So <laughs> help me get closer to retiring so that I can start boat building. Um my Instagram is Olympian Lisa Curry. That is because there is a gold medalist named Lisa Curry and she took our name. So I took Olympian. Um, so please find me there. <laughs> Show dates, other fun stuff. And, um, that's it. Cool.
1: Okay. I'm Valerie tossi Thanks for listening. You can find me at Valerie underscore Tossie on all of the things. Um, I'm not sure that date will be gone. So yeah, just go to my website and you can find where I'll be next. Um I have an, uh, an album out too. You can check out. It's called Beach Trash. The vinyl's now available. We got it early. So if you yeah. want to order my album on vinyl, it looks fucking awesome. So uh, it's on the Blonde Medicine website, but you can also, uh, if you click the link in my bio, there's a link there too.
0: Suba. Yes. Um, you can find me on social media, uh, but it's kind of hard for people to remember so if you just go to s-comedy literally just s-comedy.com you'll find my instagram my TikTok, uh everything
2: i'm up to on there so please follow me on all the things some people Uh, are out there like taking a first name and making it just their whole brand and you're like i'm gonna take a fucking letter (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's mine now bitch
0: look i mean people can't remember they can't remember Suba. they can't remember how to spell it it gets fucked up constantly so i'm like i'm gonna do a letter
2: <laughs> honestly it's just nice to God. see
1: it's just nice to see somebody that isn't white colonizing you know what i mean <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> you take it's that letter s it's yours now
2: <laughs> yeah yeah
1: uh, well that's been fun uh yeah thanks for coming Yay. lisa thank yeah. you thank for, you, yeah, thank you lisa.